0: there you know what i believe that every single person on this planet can make a difference and i believe that we all have something to offer something that's so unique that it will change somebody else's life i believe we all deserve to step into our true selves and i believe that every single person needs to feel great about themselves I want you to step into who you truly are, and I want you to make a difference for somebody else and for yourself, and I don't think it's that hard. It's a matter of putting one step in front of the other and just taking action, and I'm interviewing guests that have done just that. I'm Karen Vaughan. This is the Get Off The Bench podcast, and here is where you can make that decision to make your life count. It all starts with you saying yes. Howdy and welcome back to another week of the Get Off The Bench podcast. Hope you've had a fantastic week. This week I am chatting with an artist, Brett Ashby, and he is so bloody delightful to chat with. He talks a lot about um, being true to himself, you know, and, and painting things that he loves to look at, which I think is such an important thing because we do a lot of stuff you know, hoping that other people will approve and hoping that other people give us a thumbs up and that it'll be commercial and that kind of stuff. And a lot of the times we're missing what's important to us. And how do we feel about it? Brett does a lot of his work. at You know, he does painting. He paints people while he's on a skateboard, you know, and and he's skating past and dabbing the brush in the paint and, and stroking it across the canvas and He's also done work on a uh, a surfboard, at float, you know, doing art out in the middle of the ocean, and not not in the middle of the ocean, but in the water. And his his work is it, it's just phenomenal, and he does it all through um the how he interprets and feels and perceives and receives energy and and seeing people's auras and that kind of stuff and. You know it's it's rhythmic and it's almost hypnotic the way he works. You're going to be fascinated by this conversation, and yeah, oh, I absolutely love it. So let's get into it. You are going to absolutely love it. So welcome, Brett.
1: Lovely to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh well, uh, my pleasure. Absolutely, absolutely my pleasure. I've been watching you on Instagram, and well. other than being in awe of you I just can't even understand how you do it I can't even stand up on a skateboard that's the first part let alone let alone paint you um you're amazing so thank you for joining us
1: oh sure thanks so much I mean I haven't always been rolling whilst painting but um yeah I, I I guess I wanted to get moving
0: well, well, you're doing that. I think it's absolutely fantastic. So let me read this because I don't want to get this wrong. You're a multidisciplinary artist, a performer, presenter, author, and filmmaker, which isn't on your bio. You need to put that in there as well at, at the start. You you are um, a very multi-talented, very multi-talented. You talk about multidisciplinary artists. Tell us more about what is what, what does that actually mean?
1: Sure. Um, yeah, I think it's become a title more in my later years. Um, I used to be called just contemporary artist. for yeah. um, A long time, 10, 12 years. And then um, the later five years, I kind of added um, public artist to that. And then, um, yeah, I released a book, which was 12 years of public art murals. So author was added. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, whilst I found um, as a multimedia Practitioner, we, we document everything we're doing these days with cameras and videos. So uh, a lot of my work started to turn into documentary filmmaking to try and um, allow people to understand the body of the work and the paintings and how uh, the public art was a journey and becoming more like a film. So yeah. that, um, that allowed me to release kind of um, over the last seven years um, four different films in the short film circuit worldwide and that's um I was the director of those so so that becomes filmmaker
0: yeah wow it's um you know art's a funny thing isn't it it's it's kind of like we also we for those of us who are not artists we just say art you know and we think about painting we don't I mean I'm an artist I'm a musician and you know that I know that's a whole other stream of art but it's kind of you know, when we don't actually well, well for me, I'm just maybe I'm just ignorant, you know. But I don't think about public or contemporary or multi. I don't think about that stuff. I just go, well, that person's an artist, and and that their yeah. work's fan fantastic. So it's it's actually much deeper. It's much deeper than you think. And there's a lot of people who um, think that art is, you know, like go get a real job and that sort of stuff. And yet, and yet, imagine the world without art. Like it would be.
1: So I always say, yeah, we're all born creative and we're all creative artists. Um, I mean, it's that light within that expression that's coming out of someone yeah. uh, and it's, it's such a shame it's being dimmed down in certain ways through throughout your development as a child into an adult and I think, yeah, activating that again and, and um, it, it really attracts such energy and vibration from others because they're seeing themselves in the art yeah more than the painter
0: yeah I, I agree with you and I think that I've got a couple of couple of points on that is it one yes yes we're told if you go to college do something that will make your money don't go and do arts you know do the other thing and and it's there's also the other part to society that if we put our art out, so a songwriter, an artist, an author, you know, because we're like you said, that stuff's in us, you know, and we're putting it out yeah. and we're laying it on the line, We're almost saying, well, here's my heart and soul, um, come and jump on it, you know and and most people don't have the courage to do that. like it, it yeah. I don't think people realize it takes a lot of courage, a lot of courage to put any of your creative works out on display because it's you aren't you are effectively putting your heart and soul out there to be judged and we've we've been raised in a world where we're we're scared of criticism we're scared of judgment we're scared of you know all that sort of stuff so we we suppress it and we we hold all this greatness within us and I, I agree with you I think that's I think it's sad really sad
1: yeah I mean I I've been doing creative work since a child I You know, I had a paint frame painting in the school's principal's office, I guess, in grade one. Um, (laughs) I have these stories that are being retold to me only now, you know, from certain people. And I I never really felt like I um, was worried to show it to anyone. I've never had that real personal fear of anyone's comment. It doesn't has never really fazed me. Um, But I think what it is is just... um, having that drive to continue putting something out there that you think's creative or um, worth being seen, I think that might be people's challenge. Um, But, yeah, I can tell you the best thing I've ever done is I've always just followed that um, trust in myself and that the the paintings that I wanted to see that no one had ever done before um, in that style or collage or... Um, illustrative ways I just followed that I never I never did anything that had been done before so since about 2006 yeah so I started in photographic collage which was um, slicing up little photographs from my travels and animating them into faces and icons and that's when I did the Barack Obama hope campaign Mm. in Miami so um, you know People thought it was, you know, why are you doing it? Because it's not going to sell. It's not commercial. Um, but kind of like that style was in 2009 and now kind of it, it's, it's, it's what NFTs and digital art is now. So we, we were doing it just because we, it felt right.
0: I love that. I was listening to a podcast yesterday with Jay Shetty and he was talking to and I wish I could remember the guy's name. I can't without picking up my phone and looking at it. But he's a um, record producer. You know, he he produces, um, you know, the Red Hot Chili Peppers and he did Johnny Cash and it, it it was he's a really big guy. And he talked about exactly that. And I think that you, you, you're you talking about an elite level, which is obviously where you're sitting, you know, because he talked about the difference between the great artists, you know, musical artists and the, and the average ones who were going to be pulled down by society. The difference was that the average ones were worrying about creating something that everyone would like, do you, you know, and yeah, they wouldn't put good. stuff out. But the great artists, he said, they just came with, something that that came from their hearts and he said it was like a gift to the gods do you know you're just creating it because that's what it was it was like an offering and he said they're the ones they're the ones that succeed because they just do it because it comes from a place of deep deep love and deep deep soul you know and it's um
1: that's exactly what you would someone's holding your hand and it's guided and i mean we can all paint the ways of been done in the past you can get the art books and see everything there that's been done yeah i mean i always found that an issue when someone was like you know in your studies or something like you know recreate that and like that and yeah. i used to be like there's no way i'm going to do that like that yeah. i'll uh i'll do it um in the most modern way my brain thinks right because i just always felt like it had been done so um yeah yeah it's always i think you you've got to operate 10 years ahead so if you want to be a future based painter you've got to think um you know what i'm doing now is going to be seen in 10 years so and then once you've done a whole collection 10 years ahead of time when you hang those shows no one can ever catch up because they just can't you can never get that work again you know?
0: yeah Oh, I so. love, I love that. No, I really love that. You know, because it's a you're right, you're so right. There are so many. I've been to those art classes. You know, I went to Canada, and somebody said, "Do you want to go to the ice hockey, or do you want to go to an art class?" And I said, yes. oh, "I don't know, but let's just go to an art class." Oh, <laughs> you know, because I I really don't see myself as a painter at all. And yeah. and we did that. We cop. We did a, a picture of a jetty. You know, we all copied. We all did the same thing. And yeah. and I've still got it quite proudly hanging in my room. But it's not a great work of art. But it, but it was fascinating though to see everybody's take on that. But it was amazing. Yeah. And also in my workshops, you know, I I get out texters. I make everybody work with texters, not pens. You know, and it it, it you you want to see the the inner child just comes out yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So it's exactly what you're talking about before.
1: I think the big thing is um, everything is always right and it's that romance between the energy within the place and space. So, yeah. you know, with your group there and your friendship and your creations together, that's that moment of bliss. And um, the biggest thing for people is to to understand is just make that mark. Any physical form or geometry that's being extracted from your body in that moment, I love that.
0: I love that you said that too because I used to teach guitar to real, real beginners, you know, people that had them in the uh, cupboards, you know. I used to say, yeah. don't worry if you can't play it. You'll be able to play it after eight weeks. And so I'd get yeah. this group and eight weeks and and, and I would just teach them the, the most basic strum and the most basic chords and change it. And exa- I said exactly that same thing to them. If you hold a chord and you strum your guitar that never existed until yeah. you did that, and once That's you it. do that, you put a vibration out into the world. Yeah. That 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 has this ripple effect that goes somewhere, and so it does
1: things. Yeah, it's it beautiful. does.
0: So, for God's sake, create! It doesn't matter what it is, and I love I love you saying just put a stick in. I draw in stick figures, and that, I know that creates. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, facts.
1: so it creates the, a discussion between you and your girlfriend, and your friends over the way and they go hey look her eyes are different to mine at least she did something that's it
0: (laughs) that's exactly right and I tell you what I want to leave this earth knowing that I did something and inspired others to do something and I bet you're exactly the same that's
1: what we're doing and I mean um yeah how it's so lovely where I'm in this position where I can um you know skateboard for an hour and um Make my mark and be seen, and, and open that discussion to people in front of me, um, and see what they can see.
0: I love that. So tell us about that. So at the minute, you've got um a residence, you know, you've got an art space in at Docklands, and you're doing this a series called. Now, if I get the words wrong, correct me. A series called Inner Essence, and you you where you sit someone down, and you're on a skateboard, and you you're painting their aura or their energy as as you're going, and you talked about that that connection between space and time, you know, you you really sit there in the energy. Well, you don't actually sit there in the energy. You, you skate through the energy. I love yeah, that so much. Yeah. How does that work for you? Like how, how do you, what, what, I don't know, I've got so many questions. Why did you come up sure. with it and how does it work? There's sure, of- yeah,
1: I mean, I came up with it. It was originally called uh, Movement and it was about Brett's movement So in 2014, I I exhibited sculpture by the sea in Bondi and I had my half pipe there and I skated on the top of the mountain um, over three weeks and painted my panel band. And I used to ask the children, I had school groups coming all over New South Wales and I said to the children, what am I doing? Because, you know, I'm the artist, I'm skating, I'm not quite sure. And they said, look, look, mate, you're painting the movement of a skateboard. And I thought, wow, that's a good idea. So then I thought, okay, this is movement. This is Brett's movement. And then, so since 2014, in 2019, I did a series. I painted portraits of musicians in a theatre, and these portraits were um, part of the Fringe Festival. And I called them Energy. Yeah. So then, following that, in 2021, I did a series in Pentridge Prison called Frequency, which uh, I was exploring what aura and frequency is. Uh, and raising my vibration to kind of paint that in an abstract form. Uh, and, we, and after that series, um, that's led me to the Inner Essence series, which um, now I'm painting a deeper story from within the subject. So I'm not just looking at their face. I'm looking at um, a visions that I have once they consent to come for a painting. Uh, and um, when they sit behind the easel, they can't see the painting being painted because they're behind the canvas. All they can see is me skateboarding like a pendulum um, and they can hear a musical sound, the resonance from a musician, and yep. then that rolling noise which creates a sound bath. So in a lot of holistic health and healing and wellness, they call that um, a sound bath, which yep. is like with gongs and singing bowls and shamanic healing. Yep. So that's what we're creating there with the skateboard. And then I'm painting the aura of that inner essence that I'm seeing from them while they're sitting there. Uh, And then after one hour they can um, come up off the seat and see the painting. And, yeah, this is where they see themselves within that.
0: Wow. All right, so now I've just got more questions. So first first of all, how are you feeling? Yeah. How are you feeling it? Like is it, I know it's intuitive, but sort of, What sensations are you getting, you know, when you, yeah. you feel something and you choose a colour and you you know yeah. where to swipe the brush? Like what's telling yeah. you to do each movement?
1: So um, what it is is about um, dissolving fear, um, um, having no thought. And when you move at, at high speed, because I'm doing this on a small quarter pipe, but I do it on a vert ramp as well. I like to do it outside on a 24-foot vert ramp. Now, at, at full speed, um, time slows down in the artist's eye. So when I'm going fast past it and I strike, it's very slow. And then when I reach for the paint, I do everything while skating. I don't stop. So I get the different paint off the table and the brushes as I'm going. And because at high speed, it's like slow. So you, it's, it's, it's very easy to do. And um, to, to, <laughs> to to sum up what we are doing, um, there's three people. There's the musician, there's the artist and the subject. And yeah. what we're doing together is we're being alive.
0: Wow. I love that. I love it. Now, I want to ask about, the, the you said about the sound bowls. I'm very familiar with sound bowls. And, you know, yeah. so how, now, now sound bowls are made out of, usually out of crystal or out of a, you know, a brassy sort of uh, what, whatever. Oh, but yeah yeah, they're made of um, a substance that will resonate you know and carry that carry that uh, sound yeah. for a long time you, you're talking about the skateboard you know the half pipe and your skateboard uh, yeah. what is, are you using a normal half pipe and skateboard or are you using some special thing to create that sound bowl thing
1: yeah so it is a timber half pipe so um, and it has a metal metal baseboard um, yeah. and then a flat timber section. So, but it's just those the sound of the wheels, the bearings, the um, wood, yeah. and um, I guess because I'm just rolling, I'm just it's called pumping. So you're just yeah. pumping and hitting the coping, yeah. bang, and then tap, then roll, then tap, then bang, and then yeah. Tap. So you hear the sound between the metal coping, the metal baseboard, the wood, uh, ding ding, and then what people who are sitting behind the easel are saying to me, they're like. This is like a um, kind of an ancient ritual type around the fire type hand drum, you know, all different cultural practitioners doing a ritual like smoking ceremony wow. of, of the, the initiation of their first life or something. So I'm like, yeah, that's this. This the contemporary way. Here we are.
0: Wow, I love it. It's very rhythmic, isn't it? It's kind of rhythmic, you know what yeah. we talk. Everything you're talking about, energy, essence, frequency. You know all the things that movement, all yeah. the stuff you you uh, are naming your you know your themes and your your sh- your shows or your exhibits or or, or your sessions, whatever it's yeah. all about it's all about that rhythmic stuff. Do you, you know and it's, it's all and this flow, inner flow. Yeah, flow yeah. yeah. And it's what I, I think it's fantastic because I can imagine being in that room and, and everybody's moving together. The
1: whole audience becomes yeah. entranced in a flow state and they yeah. have no thought. And the chakra colours are being thrown on the canvas and then there's a there's, um, a lighting artist. So it's um it's art therapy, light healing, um sound bathing, meditation, um and then wow. and then you get to hear someone's kind of perception and, and be inner feeling when they see themselves there, you know, as an outcome. Wow. Um, so it's very yeah, it's amazing and it's going really well and I've um I mean I this is the first series I kind of, um, I've sat them behind it so intimately, I guess, within only a 15 to 30 people seated show. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: but yeah, it's getting a lot of interest.
0: I absolutely love it. I love, how do you feel that Aura? Is it, is it, is it a sensation in you or is it, do you actually see it? Because some, yeah. some people can visually see an Aura. Do you no, know? I can and, visually
1: see it, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So as a child, I could always see kind of particles within the air and colors and energy, and I used to talk to people about that, but they always was like, "No, no, no, it's not real." And then I, um, I think it took me kind of seventeen years, full time painting worldwide, um, kind of to understand that. Hang on a minute, no, that is exactly what I could always see.
0: Wow. Wow. And then this
1: is why I'm painting this series.
0: I love it. And when you say 15 to 30 people y- intimately, one, how long are you there for and how do people come and be involved in the audience?
1: Oh, yeah, sure. So we've um, we've been here for three months. We've done 29 portraits. We'll probably be here for another three months, like towards yeah. December. And um, I'm listing the uh, shows on uh, Eventbrite, and that's yeah. on um, my Instagram, Brett Ashby Artist. Yeah. So the tickets come up there and um, the last one I did was with Sam Newman and um, yeah. he was so calm. He was like, you know, people said, would he skateboard with you? I'm like, he's so calm, he could surf.
0: Yeah. He's he's very misunderstood, isn't he? I saw the I saw that you it was on the news, you know, when there was a, oh, news, yeah. a, a news story about you painting Sam and how he told these kids off, you know, about skating yeah, yeah. on... Um, on, on monuments do you know get get your bloody skateboard off those yeah, have yeah. some respect you know that kind of thing yeah. and, and and they I think the media were trying to you know have their fun with it you know well here he is now with a skate skate artisan I remember at the very end they said well how do you feel about the skates now and he said I love skateboarding but yeah. <laughs> but be respectful don't don't skate on monuments or, or skate where you're meant to or something but he was yeah. um yeah he was so good I I I was he but, good to paint?
1: That's what I mean. It was it was fascinating because it was all this chit chat and talk around it. And yeah. as soon as he came in, and I just sat quietly with him, and we just um, locked right in. And I was like, no, like there's people have no idea who someone is until they meet them, right? Yeah, and exactly. I don't judge anyone, and um, I'm open to mm-hmm. working with anyone. And uh, the painting I did with him is something to see. So I invite everyone to come and see that original. Um, I'm doing the paintings kind of and I'm keeping them within this collection, uh, looking to exhibit them after I finish at this residency Um, but some of the collectors, they will collect them as well I guess some subjects would like to collect them so they're the only ones that are um, collecting them at the moment
0: Yeah, yeah, fantastic and I know you did a friend, uh, my Bessie Kay, just not long ago and she was on the podcast two weeks ago, so have you Done anybody um who, when you're talking about energy and their auras and all that sort of stuff, have you done anybody who was just like uh had such a strong, vibrant aura and energy that it almost made you? And I'm just going to take a punt because I don't even know anything about this, and made you almost pass out from the, from oh, the, uh, you know, because I can so imagine. It's,
1: a, that. it's another thing. You're right. It's another thing. Like. Um, I write song lyrics too, so like a yeah. ghostwriter. But um on top of that, it's like this this love song. So the series, in a way, they're love songs. And um what you're getting at is was there someone like this? So yeah. I did um Dr. Cooper. Now she had so much love and energy, and just, there's a it's the painting of her with two hands up and it's a whole bouquet of flowers at the bottom just flowering up in a blue circle and she's to the hands up and everyone in the audience was like my gosh Brett like what a flower like she's just flowering (laughs) the energy's so the colors are so lush and beautiful so yes that 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 would be a moment of that we're all here to celebrate.
0: Wow oh I can. oh wow I can just imagine.
1: Yeah the one the one thing she said Privately in my ear when she got up, and I'm going to tell the world. She's like, no one knows, Brett. I love dancing. <laughs> and she's like, you painted it.
0: Wow.
1: So she's dancing out of the flowers, and we would like, amazing. This is great. This oh is my God.
0: You must, you must fly. Like your frequency must just gets become so high, just so, yeah. such a buzz. Wow. It's, oh, it's like-
1: full full um intense fitness for that whole duration so I mean there's no room for error and there's no um you know you are at a peak of um like an athlete I guess yeah so it's um it's flowing it's high vibration and it allows the and the subjects still and they're not moving so they're they're uh, riding with me but they're not moving
0: I love yeah. it. But you also yeah. do this on a surf. Oh, go on. You were going to say oh, something?
1: Yeah. yeah like, I, I get off and people interview me straight away, and I don't, I'm not short of breath. I don't, I'm not tired. I'm, I don't usually even need a, a Gatorade. I mean, I just, So I'm just there. I'm so charged. And I mean, they're like, how are you doing? And I said, well, I, I use their energy. Yeah. They yeah. paint it like their energy, the, the, um, the energy of the room, the audience's energy, the musos keeping me going so you know i'm letting them do it i'm just there
0: but i get what you're saying because you know i i used to i don't sing anymore but i had my thyroid out i can't sing anymore but i used to be on stage four hours at a time yeah and and i know it's different because i wasn't using anybody anyone else's energy except mine but it's kind of for me it was a space of i i was i'd explain it like i left my body do you you know like my body just did all this work does it all, yeah. I didn't. I I never. I didn't even drink in that four hours. I hardly drank any water. It was a few yeah. mouthfuls. I I did was never hungry. It was like I couldn't feel my body for that yeah. whole four hours. And exactly like you, I could have. I could have kept talking, kept <laughs> playing, kept singing. You know, I only ever stopped because the drunks got too silly. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but other than that, I I get what you're saying. It's such a wonderful now your surfboard. Like, how do you do oh, yeah. surfboard?
1: So uh, I did um yeah this is the end of covid i guess so 2021 22 time i did um understanding life or death is the painting mm. i painted a 7 meter three panel canvas of a blue whale and, the, and of the bones the bones of that and the aura on top of that now how i did it was in on um um aboriginal land in um in um traditional land in phillip island where i allowed the surfboard um or a kayak kind of to float along the top of the waves and then i let i get the aura colors the sharper colors and then i let that paint the energy onto the canvases the canvas and the easel were floating in the ocean and really? i allowed nature to um paint it through me and then i um I needed that to be shown uh, and seen, so I exhibited it on a 32-storey billboard in Times Square for the world's biggest public art show, Cube Art Fair. So, um, and and that's that's kind of exploring your inner New York and what does that mean. Uh, Also um, painting something like an animal and then showing it in the most man-made and um, toxicity place in the world. So... It's that uh, contrast that I'm interested in allowing people to um, come to their own discussion around what that means.
0: Wow. Well, uh, well, all I'm thinking about is is, is capsizing, but anyway, <laughs> but the, but what you've done is so powerful and. I worry so much about the state of our oceans and, and the marine. Yeah. I worry so much about it, and I and I worry about exactly what you're saying—the disconnect. You, you know, it's kind of like, yeah. oh, we have got climate change. Oh well, um, too bad. I'm I'm boy. I need my heater. Do you you know? Or we've got Theater. um, we've got you know marine uh, real real trouble in the marine world you know but that's okay as long as I'm doing the hustle and bustle of you know and living in my apartment and everything else and I think we we have a real and not not that we not that we have a choice a lot of the time because like we, we have to live do you, you know we can't just all live in in shacks and what what have yeah. you but I don't think we're conscious enough of making small changes do you know or make just making the changes we can make uh to because mm-hmm. once the ocean's dead we're dead. You know, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I, don't think...
1: I think it's a lot to understand. And, I mean, as a painter, I um, I did that work. I mean, people think it's fun, amazing, rock star, you know, surf along paint. But, I mean, it's it's always a challenge. But, I mean, to exhibit it at that scale is very hard yeah. to achieve, to manifest yeah. and create. And yeah. on top of that, um, uh, once I hung that work there, I mean, I didn't paint for six months after that because I was still understanding what all that meant. Yeah. Within myself, so it's very important, and it's part of my journey. And in the end, um, yeah, it's you know something that I I'm working on to do. So then I I achieved that painting, but then from that, it's you know 250,000 people an hour over two weeks um, were logging on and watching that film and um, trying to see themselves through that. So that that's why I'm doing that.
0: Wow. I, 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 I mean, I'm I in awe, with awe of you. So I just love that you say I didn't paint for six months because I was consolidating that, you know, taking yeah. all that in and what that Well, the title
1: about. is The Intention, so Understanding Life and Death. So, I mean, yep. you're going to have to sit with that. And and, yeah. and and, you know, I'm a cancer survivor myself, so I know what it means to be told you're going to die in a week. So that that's also part of me, um, you know, six years later, achieving that painting after mm. knowing certain things too.
0: Mm. How did you survive? How did you overcome that?
1: Uh, yeah, so I, um, I had the chemotherapy and things like that, but I also had painted a series prior to being diagnosed with cancer, and that was my cancer series, and I painted that on the Mornington Peninsula whilst living kind of and having a big studio down in Rye. Uh, and I was becoming yeah more healthy myself for fitness swimming um, vegetarian and vegan and kind of for one to one and a half years prior being told I or finding cancer but I um, you know leading up to that one or two weeks before a, a doctor kind of showed any interest in my health um, I had completed the whole series in my studio and I had screwed the last hangers on the art and Titled them all, and then I, you know, like laid down to die pretty much, and was like, you know, I think something is wrong. So off I went, and um, and then that, you know, the next day before Easter, I I had testicular cancer. So I think in the way I, they were saying, you know, you you did heal yourself. You've pretty much extracted it all to a an area where we can get this out, and um, you've still got widespread kind of, you know, so. You're going to have to have chemotherapy and lots of a big process ahead of you. But if you don't go in now, yeah, you you won't survive. You've only got one week. Wow! Yeah. Bloody
0: hell! Wow! So you know what? That that is. I talk a lot about when we have adversity, we we try harder. Do You know, like when we've been through something that scares the shit out of us. Do you know we 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 realize. How, how short life is, you know. And we, we tr- when I say try harder, I don't mean hustle and grind. I don't mean that shit. But we, we try. We just allow. Didn't you, you know? And it's, it's. It, well, one, I'm bloody glad that you're you're over it, but uh, I, yeah. you weren't meant to go. Didn't like you look at yeah. the gifts First, you bring. I in mean, the world.
1: it's. I think yeah, everyone's journey is different like that. But I mean, I. I, it's not like I wasn't having a go before that. Like I was I, yeah, would be I very um, successful in having a real good go um, from 2006 to about 2016, you know, um, yeah. 10, 12 years there. But what I'm sort of saying is maybe I was having a go kind of guided by things I'd been taught, things people in front of me were telling me the way to do things, maybe commercialising art or, you know, Pushing bit bit hard in different directions. That's not quite um, what I would mentor a student to do. Or you know, um, as a painter or a um, yeah visual artist, I don't think we have mentors. I don't think we have any kind of agent, any kind of manager. We have no assistance really. So um, painters kind of take on curating and exhibiting and dealing and. Um, all the sort of facets of management and business so they were all the things that led to my um you know self-destruction in a way that um would have harmed my health so i just think there's a lot of people out there that don't know um all of that that that's involved in the business of being an artist um and it's very real so yeah you've got to, you gotta know, give yourself some self-love because i'm I don't think they are, and um, you know, a massage every so often could prevent kind of some sort of blockage in your body. I'm sure. Yeah,
0: and you do yoga now and breath work and all that sort of stuff. Is that? Oh yeah. Is that because of that? Like, did that come after the cancer situation? Or
1: yeah, I mean, um, I only come into kind of understanding of holistic um, health kind of after surviving. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, I was a successful soccer player. I mean, elite sort of soccer player, um, martial artist, and I just used to surf as a hobby. But, yeah, no, I was um, – my teachings were never about kind of um, stretching like that in yoga or, um, yeah, because breath work and that really calms down your system mm-hmm. and it allows – you to breathe from your stomach and things like this. So I think mm-hmm. a lot of people are just all about breathing in the chest, like mm-hmm. as footballers and soccer players, we just were taught to breathe to the chest, the lungs kind of like, and then I think you're getting a lot of um, blockages and um, a lot of um, pain in your body as well from mm-hmm. like knees and ankles and injuries, I think, build are yeah. building up, I think, and so there's, you know, testicular cancer, there's a lot of boys who play soccer that, that have that, I found that really interesting.
0: Mm, that is interesting, isn't it? Well, I, I'm not going to dig into that because I'm not a doctor, but it's, it is interesting about breath work. I think we've, you yeah. know, the Eastern... Eastern medicine has talked about breath work for a long, 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 long time, but, you know, Western, Western, Western is no best. And, you know, what a load of rubbish, and let's pop some pills, but we no. need to pay a lot more attention to the old, the stuff that's been there for so long, and the yogic stuff, you know, it's just been there for so, 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 so long. It's
1: Yeah, but, I, I, 100% I'd be doing that. Yeah, so yeah. Those, the breath techniques, kind of like um, you're breathing in for six, holding for six, breathing out for 10, you know, figure that out, you know, those patterns or breathe in for eight, hold it for 20, you know, the more you can do. Um, and so, some, some people, um, lots of collectors actually come to the shows and they say to me, How, how do you do this meditation? Oh, you just meditate. I'm like, No, no, no I don't, you know, and no. I got to this point where I started answering. I said, No, I actually just hold my breath under the ocean for as long as I can.
0: Yeah.
1: And then they go, oh, is that how you do it? (laughs) Yeah. What I think (laughs) is, is I'm trying to tell them I can, Brett actually can hold his breath for a long time because I just, (laughs) I just surrendered to it. And I'm like, when I need to breathe, the body will take its last breath. Like, because it's that deep spiritual connection that, um, the body will breathe when it needs it, so you don't need to worry about it. Yeah, when you understand that, I think you can do anything.
0: Now, can I just do a little disclaimer to listeners? <laughs> if you're not used to doing breath work, please don't yeah. start with the 20 second breath hold. Um, but, uh, start, start with don't the box. Do anything that
1: actually <laughs> does, because I, I you know. My latest series is skating on a half pipe in a beautiful 50-acre flower garden using a flamethrower, grinder, and welder. So, I mean, you know, I'm talking about contrast. So, yeah, yeah. In, in your living room, breathes normally. And <laughs> if you do the meditation with your girlfriend, take a break, you know, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, you'll be all right.
0: Exactly. And just start with box breathing. You know, four in, yeah. hold for four, four out. That that's not gonna make you pass out. But I, I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't be going straight for the ice bath and the twenty second, the twenty second yeah. hold your breath. It's but- true.
1: It's <laughs> true, everyone. Like it's a um everything you're building up to things. That's right. I don't I don't actually like this. This phase of people are just saying, Yeah, go jump in the ice bath. You know, you can have a shock, you know, it's, yeah. it's you got to build up to that. You've got to go on your normal swims and get ready for these things. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm with you entirely. I think it's about it's about practice and it's building the muscle and and this yeah. start with the first step. And it doesn't even matter if the first step is just walk out your driveway, out to your car, then back again. Like just do yeah. just start, start the process, but God's sake, start small. Do you know, yeah. I just I, I'm a big believer in that start small. And anyway, um, and you now you're saying your um uh current series. Is yeah. in a beautiful garden. So we are talking about um, at a Broughton Hall out at a Jinder oh, yeah. is, is that the one we're talking about? The Gods series?
1: Yeah. So I started, um, it was called um, my flower series. So I was painting um, sacred flowers on flat steel and that was in a, oh. on a half pipe. And um, I was using power tools to um, that contrast between. Steel, uh, the material and the beauty of a plant, and and then so whilst painting the flowers, then then that led to um, working with the same steel fabricator who we've achieved uh, fourteen steel sculptures which hold up blue stones, and um, that's called gods, and that's going on show on um, the twenty fifth of June at Broughton Hall, and those stones are. From Swanson Street Metro Rail, yeah. um, half of them, and half of them are from Pentridge Prison, which was my prior studio before the Docklands. Wow. And the the works create a ten meter rock sacred rock circle for um, people to stand inside, and um, it's being shown in a twelve meter hedged garden, which is called the Completion Circle within David's beautiful. Fifty-acre garden, so wow. it, uh, there's a lot of symbolism, um, yeah. uh, kind of through histories and and shapes and um, plantonic solids and uh, yeah. So it's it's the first three D work I've done in ever sculptures ever. So people are really excited and they want to. Um, I mean, see, see why Brett's gone back to stone.
0: Mm. Wow. All right, guys. So that is Um, at Broughton Hall in Jindavik, Sunday, twenty fifth of June, ten till three, and you can get they can get tickets through your Instagram page.
1: Yeah, it's on the eventbrite. Yeah, yeah, links in the bio.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Oh, I love it. And and I just I have one question before I ask the next question. You um, you talked about it being in Pentridge before, and and yeah. you're so. In tune with energy. What was the energy like there?
1: Yeah, great question. I mean, uh, so everyone comes through the castle, through the gates, and they're always feeling like there's some darkness or something. Yeah. Well, I used to work there from um, 3 p.m. till midnight every every day for 12 months, wow. and I used to be kind of in the later section, the only kind of um, person on site. I I, I know that. And, um, but I was never alone. And, um, I always was walked out with the security officer who would lock up at midnight. So I always had a protector. Um, and it was a human, he was the real and he had the keys. So I used to always exit with the, a real human, he became a friend. And, um, yeah, to so be honest, I only ever saw light and, and white energy. Now mm-hmm. I believe the. People who had done their time, they were found themselves. They sat with themselves within the time and most likely got to enlightenment. Uh, The only negativity energy I received from being on site was from people who may have chose to lock someone up.
0: Wow. Wow. See, that's just fascinating. I used to have a friend at... Lived at Q Cottages, you know that was where they had all the people with disabilities, and they turned it yeah. into big apartments. And I used to go and visit her. She lived in one of the towers. Yeah, and it's a it was a different energy, and it's funny because you're talking about the energy of people who had found themselves, you know, and sat with themselves yeah. for long enough. I think the energy at Q Cottages was people who were completely disturbed by the yes. trauma that others had inflicted on them. Do you, you know? And and sure. I. I found I'm very sensitive to those kind of energies and they they would want to come home with me. Do you, do you know and, and like I would see them sitting on the on the gates do you know and yeah, it, yeah. it was it was unpleasant, you know, it used to so, used to give me the yeah,
1: chills. Lots of people I've worked with and in the, for longs of time, so every project's the same. I mean you should you should leave your shoes outside, you should take your clothes off. You should hot shower it away. You need to leave it all on the land. I mean, you know, these are things that people should be doing and um, every found object, past, present, I mean, it's all got energy and soul and stories attached to it. Mm -hmm. You need to be present enough to, um, you know, be aware that you're you're walking through stuff, you can't see everything. Your yep. eyeball is only, you know, seeing what you think you're seeing, but there's a lot there.
0: I I agree with that and believe in that hundred percent. There's layers and layers and layers of stuff. And I tell you what, these people who pick up things out of national parks, like you know, oh, yeah. like like the the volcanic rock from Hawaii and Palais yeah. comes after them. You know, <laughs> yeah. I I believe a hundred percent. Don't take.
1: I think I took a devil's marble once. You know. <laughs> Might be still catching up with me, but sending it out back Australia. I mean, somewhere up there, there was I was with some Swiss people, uh, you know, some Russians or so, and I mean, yeah, I think it was in my backpack. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm a big believer in that, don't take stuff from where, yeah, you leave it. If
1: it. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. No, if
0: it's nature, you leave the bloody thing. Yeah. That's it, take only photos. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. some people might think we're crackers, but anyway, I don't care what they think.
1: No, I, well, I spoke to quick. some people recently about photography too because, I mean, it's something I think people should consider because they are all just got their phone and they're, they're yeah. extracting light into matter and they're, Yep. like throughout history, people were like, you are freezing some sort of aura and energy into your photo. And, I mean, there's lots of spiritual practitioners and things who don't take photos and don't want to be seen on the photos. So, I mean, I don't think anyone's thinking about that these days with yeah. social media and just sharing their eyes and their energy and their fields. And it's, you know, I think mm. it's probably very similar to taking something from the desert and and taking a photo of someone, it, it could very well be similar. Um, mm. So yeah, we just got to be aware of you know we what we're doing and where we're sharing and giving it away. You know,
0: I love that thought. I've, that's never crossed my mind, but I really, I really like that. I don't. I think that we've become so fast and shallow anyway, as a yeah. as a as a society, as humanity. It's just like. Quick bang, 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 go, 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 go. You, you know, and I we yeah. when you taught when you said before about you didn't paint for six months, that really struck a chord with me. you know? It was kind yeah, of like, yeah. wow, wow, the the imagine the world if we all did something then took a breath. Just,
1: yeah, just for stopped sure.
0: and you let that sink in.
1: But I, it's okay I, to stop. That's yeah. that's what I love to tell people too. And it's like Keith Urban called it like the speed of now, and I get it. Um, but it's okay to stop because no mm. one actually knows you've stopped yeah like um you know people see me paint Sam Newman and they think oh Brett's rolling obviously every hour after that well no I, I take the break it's okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it, it's yeah. not a nine to it's not a normal nine to five job I can change my roster I mean it's okay to go and get some yoga and have a massage and see a friend and not skate. You can take a break. It's all right. I love it. I I said to someone, I hung the brush, you know, I painted the whale, I hung the brush. I've gone out for a latte. It's all right. (laughs) The world didn't fall apart
0: while you (laughs) (laughs) – I I, I wanted to uh, ask you, you – are also a butterfly sword fighter and i know it's not relevant that much but i i'm so intrigued what is a butterfly well, sword fighter
1: so, i mean you know the haircut you know it's it's real you know fast <laughs> um but you know it's uh the two metal swords that have the metal across the front and they're yeah. kind of I reckon they're kind of from medieval or viking time yeah. um but yeah they're kind of one meter high so I grew up with them. I mean, my brother had the samurai, but I was like, no, I'm the butterfly. With the, You know, you cross it over and it captures the samurai, yeah. and then in the end I can chop his head off. <laughs>
0: so you really do this. Is it, is it real? <laughs> so like, it's sport?
1: martial arts. It's martial arts, yeah, Japanese kind of. I was the um, oh. martial artist, black belt instructor, you know, don't come around here at night time. Um, <laughs> so you used to do carders. It's like a dance. So you do, ten, you know, 10 to 15 of those and you do gradings every year and then you graduate and then you can fight with weapons. So that wow. was my chosen weapon.
0: Are they real? The ones sure you
1: it's fought? a past life. past life. Yeah,
0: I'm sure it's a past life. Make...
1: <laughs> they're real. Like... They're, they're metal. Yeah, they're steel.
0: Wow.
1: So, um, are you hinting something here? Shall I get them on the ramp? <laughs> <laughs> Skating with the swords. No, but it's 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 all about playing, having fun, being alive. Yeah. You We're know, children. It's okay.
0: Oh, we are, children. I love that so much. If we we just need to get our inner child out, some people, I'm 60, some people say you don't don't look 60. I think what they really mean is you don't act 60, and I say, no, because I'm still a bloody teenager and I'm still. I think
1: there's that joy there, you know, we can see. So when you talk in there, you're telling me that I actually, we can see you younger. So when they say to you, you know, you don't look at that age because they actually see your inner child. They see that younger version of you. So I think, you know, that is what people are saying.
0: Thank um, you.
1: Yeah, it's lovely.
0: It's a very naughty inner child.
1: (laughs) Well, you're not on the bench though, are you? You're not on the bench.
0: I should no. no. (laughs) I'm I'm off the bench creating a ruckus. (laughs) It's Um, so good.
1: And I've heard um, you've been dancing with Bessie, so that's I have amazing. been dancing,
0: yeah.
1: Don't
0: yeah. stop. I fell over about six times, flat on my ass. <laughs> it was, it was a lot of fun. A lot yeah, of fun.
1: that's yeah.
0: oh, brilliant. <laughs> I know it's fantastic. Now I want to just ask one more thing before we go. You've got one. You've got awards. You've been winning awards since two thousand nine in Australia, UK, US, and Italy. And your your art is. Hung worldwide, and I'll just re- want to read it out. Don't want to miss anything. Berlin, Texas, Cape Town, Edinburgh, Geneva, Sri Lanka, London, Paris, New York. It's kind of like New York, London, Paris, Munich. Oh, yeah. You know the song. You know it's, it's a bit like anyway. Don't worry. London, Paris, New York, Miami, Tokyo, Dubai, Tennessee, and many parts of Australasia. How does that feel?
1: Yes, I mean I. Um... I think when I had my first show in the Royal Exhibition Buildings in Melbourne um, of my own style of collage artworks, you know, I, I printed my business card and I, I always wrote on that, Melbourne, Sydney, London, New York. And uh, and um, not so long ago someone found that card and they showed me and, and it says, Brett, really big, and Ashby, small. And uh, I said to them, well, you know what, look in my wallet, here's the same card. I've never changed it, but I always put Brett first.
0: I love it.
1: And uh, so, you know, nothing, none of that means anything, but, yes, it's true. And I always just did my, my own art that I felt was right, and it's only now that I can sort of have these chats and, and, and yeah, understand what, what what I was doing.
0: I love it that you're taking us right back to the very start of this conversation, where I was talking about that record producer and you talking about just doing what, doing yeah. just doing work for the gods. You, you know, I don't even yeah, yeah. believe in all that religious stuff, but it's just that that whole essence of giving work to the gods. Do you, you know? And your own we, god
1: as well, being exactly. your own god. Yeah. Yeah. And um, listening to your own. Uh, calling your own life path and yeah and uh, I was always following it. even it was it always could have been a struggle but I was like yeah but there's nothing else feeling right like there's nothing coming through this hand that's telling me not to keep you know holding my own hand and doing that so yeah. I, um, I never questioned it and and the more and more I did what I thought was right someone there's always someone like if you have a painting there's one painting there's one Brett. There's one painting, and there'll be one human out there that wants that to support you, and just say, yeah. "Look, mate, I really want to help you with that. I want that." Yeah. So, you know,
0: um, one
1: person, one will. I mean, just do your thing.
0: I love it. <laughs> just do your thing. I love, I love you saying, "Just be Brett," you know, like me. Yeah. Just be me. Be me. And there's, there's so many people. too scared to be them, and and just show up yeah. and when you said you know what, what's right I so agree that the most important thing in life is how we feel is just how we feel does it feel good does it feel right does it feel how does it feel if it feels shit don't do it no matter what the attachment is to it just do what's yeah. do what's you know each of us knows what's right and wrong and we're too scared to go within and look at that you
1: know I think it's, yeah, I guess it's not a normal um, line of work, I guess, to do visual art. So, but when you are doing visual art, that's an expression. So I don't think you can express it if it's not what Brett wants to see. Like, So get yeah. gets to a point where, look, if you're hanging things in front of you that doesn't feel good for the painter, then this is not right. You can't be doing that. So you know, you wow. you've got to keep, You've got to keep extracting what's right for you and and then what's right for you uh, means there's someone else will see themselves in that and they need that. So 100%. I think that's the motivation and that's the only reason to do anything.
0: I absolutely, I agree. I keep saying to people, getting off the bench, get off the bench, somebody needs what you've got. Somebody yeah. out there needs to hear what you've got to say, needs to read what you've got to write, needs to listen to a song, needs to have your art. Somebody. Yeah. There is somebody out there who needs it. So get off the bench and play, do it. You have.
1: That's great. <laughs> oh, just like, you know, skate at the bench and then kickflip over the bench <laughs> and then go, yeah, like this is all right. Fine. But not like Sam Newman, like don't grind it. <laughs> totally.
0: So, so when i was a kid i used to steal bikes it's really terrible i used to steal neighborhood push bikes and i built a ramp and i used to um you know ride the ride the bike over the ramp and crash the bloody thing and i never used to stop until i would wrecked the bike and then i'd take it back to where i stole it from and so anyone listening yes i really was a, a very very naughty kid my poor mother almost had heart attacks nearly every week i'd do something wrong and um it's it's when i when i'm when I'm looking at thinking about getting off the bench. I'm thinking all of a sudden, this desire to grab a bike and fly through the air like a jackass you know, like those yeah, jackass yeah. movies not like yeah. you because you actually know what you're doing, do you know, yeah, I, yeah, and, I, yeah. and you're not 60. And I would break my bloody back coming off the other end of it, but I've just got this urge to go ride a bike off the edge of a bloody uh thing. So I'll say, yeah. get off the bench, like stand, just stand up, just.
1: I'm happy. I've am got a nice camera kit if you want. I'll come and film that. You let me know. <laughs> well, and, um, for any, any, any jackass lovers out there, I I painted um, Brandon Novak's portrait oh, did you? in the gallery and um, it, we painted his portrait on steel and uh, that was my first um, portrait on steel. Um, I mean, and it went to Philadelphia to be hung in his um, treatment facility and he's 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 in love with this he's saying this is the most powerful sitting he's ever sat for and painting and it's amazing but you know what happens is all those activities you do in your childhood everything that occurs in front of you it's all part of your journey it's okay and someone like brandon will let you know that you know you'll get up you get better and you try again and he's an amazing person
0: yeah, absolutely. Well, Brett, I've absolutely loved this. Where can people find you and follow you?
1: Uh, yeah, like, I mean, it's just um, you My number's on there. You can give me a buzz. Um, follow your dreams, follow your art. You can do anything. Um, and message us on Instagram, Brett Ashby
0: Fantastic. All right. I'm going to put all those links in the show notes. Brett, thank you so much for joining me. I've had an absolute blast. You've 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 started my week off fantastically. So thank you very much. Love your energy. Love it yeah. so much.
1: Keep rolling.
0: <laughs> you, you keep rolling, I'll keep walking. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks. Uh, so I'll catch you at Gods. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, H- Nice Brad. to
1: see you. Yeah, nice to
0: see you. Thank you. See ya. Oh, guys, that was absolutely fantastic. I don't know if you could feel Brett's energy through the, I don't know, whatever you're looking at, whether you're watching YouTube or whether you listen to uh, podcasts, but um, what what an amazing human being and what beautiful, beautiful energy. And I I just, I'm actually almost breathless. I keep having these little, you know, like uh, little gasps of air because I just loved what he was talking about. This stuff about, you know, being true to yourself. That is so important. And I know how easy it is to be pulled off the rails and to be feeling like you've got to uh, create things. And I'm not just talking about art, just just things you do every day and it's got to please this one or please that one. But the most important person to please is ourselves. And, And that's not selfish because we're truly showing up as us and we're truly giving to us and doing stuff that we're pleased with that's got to have a flow-on effect that's going to have a ripple effect that makes a greater world so you know if you're doubting yourself and you want to go skate skateboarding with a, a a paintbrush you know what I just absolutely love that so much there's no way I'm ever ever going to be able to do that in my life but I love that he does it if you've got something like that that you know, you just you just want you're just dreaming and you think, "Wow, wouldn't that be great? Go do it. Just go give it a crack and don't you don't have to be like we're talking about the breathing in there, you don't have to be sort of going to the nth degree and jumping in an ice bath and holding your breath for 20 seconds. Just start. Just start something small and and do it anyway. I I absolutely love that. I I love that he got through cancer too, and that he's still here to share his art and to to really, really put his mark on the world in in and not in a way that's commercial. In a way that's just absolute. It's like he's dropping little droplets of love all over the world, and I really, really, really love that. Also, if you're around um, on Sunday, twenty fifth of June, you've got nothing to do, ten to three, and you want to drive out to Jindavik, out to Broughton Hall, you can meet meet Brett and see his God's sculptures a um, uh, display. So that would be absolutely fantastic. Uh, you can get his eventbrite tickets through his through uh, his Instagram page which I'll put up, which is, by the way, um, Brett Ashby Artist. And anyway, connect with him and follow him. So I really hope you enjoyed that. I loved it. Uh, Thanks again for joining me each and every week, and I'll see you next week. See ya. Thanks for joining me. As always, I hope this episode inspired you. If you know somebody who's taken courageous action to create something that's making a difference for other people, let me know about it. Go to my website, karenvaughan.com, tinker around there, have a bit of a look and send me a message. I can't wait to hear from you. And remember, you're worth it. Your unique talents and gifts need to be out in this world. And I'm so passionate about inspiring you to achieve that. So you've listened to this episode. Just say yes, make the decision and put one foot in front of the other. See you next week.